Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dishin Days. It is Sunday, uh, December 4th. And uh, <laughs> stepping in for host Tony Moore, I am Araceli Aviles. And to my direction, we have. I am Michael Mattis, standing in for Michael Mattis. <laughs> and below me, we have. Hey, guys, Justin Harold here. All right. Welcome to Dishin Days, everyone. Happy December. The holidays are upon us. How's everybody it feeling? Is cold. It is yeah. cold here in LA. We're having an LA, LA winter right now. LA cold, yeah. LA cold. Meaning it's 50 degrees. 55, preface that by saying yes. <laughs> it's LA cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I, our apologies to the rest of the country. <laughs> Yeah, we will, you can come over 20 here. Degrees, yeah. Yeah. yeah, come join us. You'll probably t- be in t-shirts. We'll be in long sleeves mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. our wine insider. <laughs> Absolutely. Hot yeah. wine. Yeah. Um, before we get started, let me encourage everybody to follow us on our social media platforms. We are Dish and Jay Show on Facebook, at Dish and Days on Instagram, and Dish and Days on Twitter. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're watching us live, please do that now if you haven't already. And then if you can't watch us live, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We're on all the podcasts, all the major podcasts. And buy our merch. The holiday season is upon us. Perfect time to go to dishanddays.threadless.com and either buy it yourself or encourage your family members to buy it for you for the holiday season. <laughs> the second one. Yeah. Get, yes. Get someone else to buy it for you. Yeah. I was going to say, go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hint, hint. I want this. Hint, one. hint, hint. Yes. And yeah. it's like, they, they're saying like, you need to order if you want it in time for Christmas, you need to order it like this week. Yeah. yeah. Just for retail in general. And I'm like, it is only December 4th. I know. And they're Look. saying like, if you want it by Christmas, order it now. Look, Unless you want to pay, I, like, an exorbitant amount for overnight shipping. Look, I told the kids to get me their Christmas list first week of November because mm-hmm. I already knew what the last couple of years were like. And I was like, yeah. we're not dealing with this. Yeah. We are not. I I am, we're, especially for the, us working folks who are working up until Christmas, we're like, uh-uh, no, no, no. Ain't nobody got time for that last-minute shopping trip. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel kind of, I feel it's kind of rude to our truck drivers and our train drivers and all those people are putting in that hard work in the last minute. And yes, mm-hmm. and some of them don't get overtime. So it's like, I'm trying to lighten the load. Or as we, we found out sick days, some some of those folks don't have sick days, which is kind of appalling, but- Yeah. <laughs> it's that, that's it? there, that's a thing. Yes. So, so yeah. 
all that to say, if you have the time, if you have a day off, please go support, uh, get your Christmas, your holiday shopping done as early as possible. We appreciate it. I know that our working class folks appreciate it. And that is my PSA for the day. <laughs> yeah, I got right. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for Good supporting. Yes. Now, on to fun topics. What did we think of this week's Days of Our Lives? Fun topics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe fun? I shouldn't have really said um, Did I miss an episode? I didn't really. This was, <laughs> was, this was not a fun week. <laughs> no, 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 no. For me, it wasn't a lot of movement storyline wise, but I felt like we got like some really good like acting, like um, mm-hmm. acting scenes, I'll say. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, um, the cast got to shine a little bit this week. I thought in their scenes, like the writing was mm-hmm. really great. And we had some interesting pairings who we can get into later, which I thought was good. But yeah, but not yeah, like like not a lot of excitement or movement. So I, I won't say it's an info week because I really did enjoy it, but it didn't move plots along that much. It was more Yeah, like, it was mostly like fall it was like fallout and then just, you know, we had a little movement, I guess, with the the Chanel storyline. Yeah. Um but but yeah, it was it was like fallout from what happened the previous week. Mm-hmm. is what a lot of this week was yeah. yes and briefly actually let's uh i want to give a shout out to last week we were off so we didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to shout out um dan furigal's fantastic mm-hmm. yeah. performance yeah. yeah um that's his emmy reel yeah mm-hmm. it's great for sure that's his emmy reel in the, I'm gonna say in the lead category don't be putting him mm-hmm. in supporting that man is a lead <laughs> yeah. actor and that was a lead actor Emmy winning performance. Yeah. And this week's was Elia's Emmy reel. I know. I was going to say <laughs> the past two weeks for both of them, they've just been yeah. killing it. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Elia, where's our Elia, money? I know. As soon as it hit 20 bucks. <laughs> we listened. We conjured her. Like, is she going to be in the job? Oh, she muted herself. Oh. <laughs> wow. 310. We didn't make it 10 minutes without. Dr. RSL's oh phone. Oh my god, too funny. <laughs> we have CVS <laughs> Pharmacy on the line for Dr. RSL. Oh, oh my god, and she called me out on it too. This <laughs> when we mentioned her, it rings. Yeah. Oh and it's god. funny how we were mentioning Elia and her, and it, it rang. That lady has powers. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's again now, she'll watch the playback and laugh about it. Okay, I think we're good for at least another hour and 20 minutes. Okay. Okay, so before my phone rings again, <laughs> it's time to start. Dish and days. Dish and days. Dish and days. Oh, way, <laughs> way off. Who cares? It's all right. We were, it's, it's the okay. end of the year, people. We, yeah. We've tried it all year, and now we're just, you know. We're in the December slump. Yeah. We just got to record it and then mouth it, pretend like we're saying it. <laughs> Oh, have an Ashley Simpson moment. <laughs> out of, start out of to slow down. Start oh to my do. gosh. So bad. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into it oh right now. Uh, starting with, um, oh, everybody's favorite storyline. Uh, Nicole, <laughs> Eric, Jada, Chloe, Kate, uh, EJ, with a little bit of Alex, who just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Handled <laughs> um, it very well, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I'm just going to start with this just 
anybody understand Nicole's point of view in this? Okay, here's here's my I I can understand how she felt threatened and I can understand how she felt like like mother F. We finally I finally you know admitted that I can't suppress my feelings anymore. Eric and I are back together and now there's this baby and I can understand her frustration. However, the way she went about it but it's typical Nicole. It's, it was typical Nicole, and it was very yeah. in character for her to, to do what she did and to have that conversation mm-hmm. with Jada to kind of be like, eh, eh. And, and but I, I, you know, so I see, like, why, but she shouldn't have done it. I see why, but she shouldn't have done it. And, and I feel that, you know, it's even J- Jada wasn't really blaming Nicole. No. You know what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she was, she was like, it was, just, it was like, oh, it wasn't until I had this conversation with Nicole that I realized what it would mean for like my career and as a single working mom. And it just with, mm-hmm. and with a father that has another partner. And it's, it is almost like Jada feels like she, she, it wasn't like she was heavily influenced. She was influenced by Nicole, but she ultimately made the decision for herself. Yeah. But then Eric, you know, took it and ran with it. Um, so, so yeah, I don't defend what Nicole did, but I, I understand why she was feeling threatened. Yeah. I felt there was so much nuance with the storyline. I think this is the most like, um, interesting it's been in a while in terms of like the way the characters are interacting with each other. Like, I agree with you. I think it was great not to have Jada play the blame Nicole card mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. did it. And it was like, like you said, like the stuff Nicole said to her is, 100% true in the context of being a single mom, but also it was Jada's decision saying, I took all of that information, whatever Nicole's intentions were, and I took it in and I made the this best decision for me. And I also like that they didn't play it as, also in regards to Nicole, they didn't play it like mustache twirling villain. They didn't play it as she's going to go in there and my goal is to get her to have an abortion. And that's mm-hmm. my goal. Like, they didn't, I felt like there was some nuance there too, where mm-hmm. she was sort of needling Jada, but not really. I felt like she was honestly surprised when she found out Jada had an abortion and was like, wait, what? So I don't, I think her intention was to, I don't know if it was to let off steam. I don't know if it was to, like I said, needle her a bit. But I don't think her intention was, I'm going to go in this room, I'm going to go see Jada, I'm going to convince her to have an abortion, and I'm going to do it behind Eric's back. You know what I mean? I felt like that wasn't the intention either. But I also, I I love that that's Eric's response too of, he doesn't necessarily believe she went over there to do that, but he is also like, why? You couldn't leave well enough alone. Like you couldn't either trust me to handle this and you're inserting yourself in a situation you, not that you're not a part of, because I think she is a part of it, of course, but it's also like, like back off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really well done. I, this is probably the most nuanced we've had of this storyline so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It was nuanced. Um, that conversation between Eric and Nicole had so many layers to it. Yeah. Um, so many, so many years of history and disappointments and distrust layered in that conversation, um, which I appreciated mm-hmm. from a writing standpoint. Um, and it's in line with Eric as a character of being that caring and understanding that he was at least open to hearing Nicole's point of view. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to go into what Araceli thinks. <laughs> <laughs> For me, this is maybe one of the worst things Nicole has ever done. And I include, <laughs> and I include that time she kidnapped Sydney. I was going to say this is the worst. <laughs> and I even include that time she fell down the stairs and accused Jennifer of pushing her. Gonna, That's right. That's what I thought of. That I thought of that a lot. And here's and here's why I compare the two those two incidents. When those things happened, those were criminal acts that Nicole did. They were reactionary because Nicole is a reactionary person. Mm-hmm. But they were a reaction out of the deepest, most horrific grief you can experience as a woman mm-hmm. and a mother. And so even though she did despicable things, the motivation behind it was out of grief. Mm-hmm. And so even if it, you can't forgive that, there's a portion of that that can be understood. This was reactionary to a reality that didn't even happen yet. Mm-hmm. This baby was not even, a, and, and we can argue whatever, if, if you, whatever you believe, uh, what one life crits, uh, it starts, whatever. But <laughs> this baby was still basically an idea. Mm-hmm. She was very, very early in her pregnancy. You know, uh, there, yeah. there, there had been no time other, to really think about the future. Yeah. Before Nicole swooped in and put all of these thoughts in her head, and the thing is, is that just because Nicole made valid points, she was not the person to do that. Oh yeah. That, that those are points made by a dear, dear friend. Yeah. Or a family member, someone mm-hmm. who has your best interests at heart, not your own. And that is what Nicole did. She did not she did not go into that room thinking about what was best for Jada or for Eric. She went into no. that room purely oh. for selfish motivations. Yeah. And that and is why I say it's one of the worst things she's ever done. Mm-hmm. She did kind of admit later in the week when she and Eric were having the blow up. She finally did, out of yeah. frustration, say like, yeah. 
I didn't want the picture. So she kind of almost in a way admitted that maybe, you know, maybe she didn't admit that she went in intentionally to convince Jada to have an yeah. abortion, but she admitted she didn't want him, didn't want the him or her, the baby to, to come to fruition. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and maybe if, and maybe Nicole doesn't want to, didn't want to admit that. And, um, you know, maybe she, maybe it was a case where she didn't realize that's what she was doing. If that that's, makes sense. You know what that's I mean? What I like in her think. mind, yeah. in her mind, she was helping Jada, but in actuality, she was trying to convince her to, you know, get rid of it. Yeah. And like you said, Arisa, that's not, those are points that a friend makes, but it's also points that you don't, you don't make to someone after they've already made the decision to have the yeah. baby. Those are points you make maybe if someone's thinking about it and they off, they ask you for your opinion and you say, hey, this was my experience, the good and the bad, and then you leave it there, but you don't. After someone makes a decision to have the baby, you don't come and say, oh, well, by the way, you know, this is what mm -hmm. you're going to be facing, which... Which also like didn't ring so true to me. I was like, huh. I was like, Nicole, how much how much of that did you experience with Holly? I was like, Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. It, just because it was and, yeah. It's like just because it was hard. I mean, I mean, Holly was a blessing to yeah. Nicole mm -hmm. after everything she had been through. She fought for that little girl for from the time of her conception, you know, and from like, literally as a little a lot of embryo. that time too. It's like, hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, she fought for that kid every step of the way, and she has the nerve to go to another woman and try to tell her what motherhood is when, I'm sorry, motherhood is a unique experience to every woman, which is why you don't go to someone you don't know, someone who is not your friend, and just lay out what motherhood is going to be like. That's mm -hmm. not your business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. I honestly, I was just disgusted. Because if you reach, if you reach a certain age, like as a woman, I'm sorry, you've already had these conversations with your girlfriends. Mm -hmm. You had, you've been in those positions, having those conversations. And I can tell you, they are excruciating. They are complicated and nuanced. And they're meant to be very, very, very private. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not to be had with someone like Nicole. Yeah. I will say I two things. One, I like the fallout of this as is as in the sense of this is the obstacle that for for however long we don't know is gonna keep them apart. I like that because as we've been saying, it just came together too soon. Like, you know, mm -hmm. Eric's back one week, the next week they're falling in love, they're thinking of each other and you know, their feelings are bad kind of a thing. So I like that. And also I really got to say, I love the, um, I love the choice to sort of pair Jada with Kate. I thought that was really inspiring, really interesting. And I felt like we're getting the stuff with Kate. I felt like we're getting, it's the stuff we thought we were going to get with her and like Steve and Kayla, I felt like, because they were the closest, supposed to be the closest mm -hmm. to her in terms of like, because again, she kept mentioning like I've been on my own. I've been taking care of myself for a while. So it's like on one hand, it's like oh, we hinting about we don't know about the mom situation. That I'm assuming that's probably something that's going to come down the line one day. But but also, yeah, she kept saying I'm alone, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, this would sort of be the time where she would go to like a Steve and Kayla, the two closest mm -hmm. or closest people to her dad, and that she knows or like or 
these would be like the friendship scenes scenes she would be having with um Stephanie or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like I I love the fact that it was Kate there and I I was like, oh she's the perfect person to talk to about this. Like Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I just I love it. This. Is, it is a it is a source of contention on Twitter that Jada has had basically no interaction with Steve and Kayla. Yeah. since she came to town yeah. like and i don't know if it's a, a scheduling thing or yeah. if they still have like covid protocols where they try to keep the well, same people kind of yeah. together and not commingle well, with the, I, I mean they've had no i think they've, they've had a big holiday party i don't think that's it anymore i think yeah. it's more of the fact that um she was brought in though she was brought in as you know you know her, her 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 dad and Steve were best friends. That doesn't necessarily mean that Steve was a part of her life. That yeah, he's, he's her dad's friend. That doesn't mean that she herself is close to him. Yeah, or that he she would be comfortable in like confiding yeah. this kind of stuff yeah. to oh, Steve yeah. or Kayla. But with Kate, Kate kind of they kind of live together. Like they're yeah. they're in yeah. they live in the same place. They see each other, and yeah, Kate is is like being like the mother figure. Mm-hmm. To her now, which yeah. I still, I, I still miss old Kate, but I, I know, do like I just, that. I, I do know. like that. I do like that that they're showing Kate doesn't have to always be some unscrupulous bitch. You know, yeah. she can have a heart, and that's what we're seeing with with Kate now. And yeah. um, yeah, I'm wondering. Of course, then I'm wondering. I'm like, oh, could Kate be like? Are they going to go down this route where you know, Kate diddled someone? 20 years ago or she and Marcus had a thing. No more kids for no more biological kids for Kate. But I do like (laughs) I like her as surrogate mother, like the stuff with Chad, Mm -hmm. as we see, we always love. So I I like her in that mode. If she can't, if she's not mothering her own biological children, I like the fact that she can mother someone else in a different way. Mm -hmm. So I I I I would like to see that relationship develop, but yeah. No more, no more biological kids for Kate. No. <laughs> She's already no. six now. She's had I'm, six. Six is enough. I mean, just Kate's the perfect person for Jada to confide in. She was the perfect person yeah. to be there at the right place at the right time for her. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if, if Kate had been the one to talk to Jada beforehand instead of Nicole, maybe Jada would have oh, come would've... to the same conclusion, but it would but... have. And it, but. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been different. But, yeah, it would have same been conclusion, but and now we'll never know. And Jada, reason, yeah. though Jada, though Jada believes that this is, was the right choice for her, we will not. We will never know. Yeah, mm-hmm. if Nicole, if Nicole's choices pushed her into it, mm-hmm. maybe she would have come to the same conclusion in time. She had, she, mm-hmm. like I said, she was very early in her pregnancy. There was plenty yeah. of time for her to figure this out on her own. And she mm-hmm. probably would come to that conclusion on her own, but we'll never know now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry. I, 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 no, I just want to just give kudos to that scene with um, Kate and Jada um, mm-hmm. because I, I feel like there's this false I feel like there's this false um, idea that just because you have an abortion that you're not allowed to mourn. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that scene was so powerful with Jada and Kate that Jada was mourning a future that she doesn't have. Mourning 
the loss of an idea, mourning a dream that she knows was never going to happen. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job; it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers. Because she was never going to have this perfect life with her and Eric and the baby, and she had to put that to bed. And just because you know it wasn't the right time for her, um, doesn't mean she's not allowed to mourn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was almost like she was trying not to. She, you know, she was trying to be like the strong. Yeah, you know, she was trying not to be like in that vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. But but Elia did a good job of like letting us know that she was holding that back. You know, she was trying to be very matter of fact about it, but mm-hmm. you know, she eventually broke down. Yeah, it was sort of like she earned her and Kate sort of earned that moment to like be like, oh, I can mm-hmm. trust you enough to like sort of be vulnerable with you and break down. I was also thinking too, and I think this came up online a couple of times how how far the show itself has come in regard to abortion. I mean, the last one we got, I think, was Mimi and Rex. And that was what, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. They, kind of, they touched on it when um, What's-Her-Face was pregnant. Gabby? Um, Gwen. Gwen? Oh, having Was it oh, Gwen and then Abigail? Yeah. Like, Abigail oh, yeah, but that was... Yeah. Trying to yeah. I mean, but that was but never was a real possibility. We got an actual abortion. And back no. then, it was like the character of Mimi was punished for it. Do you know what I mean? It was, yeah. I'm, she's going to, I'm going to lose Rex because of this, because I went and had an abortion because it wasn't right for me to have a baby now, or I didn't feel it was right for us at our stage and our relationship to have a baby. So it was like, it was about like punishing the actor or not the actor, but the character. Yeah. Sort of losing that relationship. And I liked the fact that we didn't get any of that this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was more. There was more support for Jada, at yeah. least in, in terms of like Kate and Eric. Exactly. And I applaud Eric for like trying to go, like, if you need anything. I, I was yeah. almost like, I know you're. You need to give. First of all, you need to leave her alone for a minute. But mm-hmm. good on him for at least you know trying to be there for her. But but yeah, the other part of this, what this also led to was Eric, Eric starting to hit the sauce again. So yeah. what's this going to lead to now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't, maybe, maybe Eric was a little naive to think that he could have it all. Um, but in this situation, if there is blame to be had, it falls squarely on Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. For sticking her nose where it didn't belong. And then, and then what does she do? Typical Nicole. (laughs) 
<laughs> she goes out. She goes out. She gets drunk. Uh, There's previous dick. Uh, and so <laughs> last time it was Xander. This yeah, time it's EJ. Yeah. And we know what's going to happen. But it's, I, it, and you, you know, you're just like, ugh, Nicole, like you're watching it. And you're like that friend that's just like, girl. Yeah, Again, I, I really cannot like the last time I felt really legitimately on Nicole's side was the whole right after Eric left after their yeah. wedding, yeah. and that she had legitimate, she had legitimate reason to be angry, legitimate reason to fall down on her and feel sorry for herself. But ever since then, she's just <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. She just, I mean, she just, she's, it, this is all her fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Everything that has happened has been a result of the choices that she has made. Yeah. And they are choices. She didn't fall into them. She chose oh, to yeah. be Ruth Waif. She chose to marry him after Eric came back. She chose to leave Rafe and go back to Eric. She chose to go to Jada's room. And stick her nose where it didn't belong. And now she's choosing to get drunk with EJ. Do we see a pattern here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will say I'm loving snarky <laughs> judgmental <laughs> rave from this. Then, say again? I said the one thing I am loving is sort of snarky, justifiably angry rave. Yes. I'm loving mm -hmm. that characterization of him. That he could just sort of yeah, yeah let it all yes. out and, and be justified. Earned, earned, yeah, so yeah. earned because mm -hmm. it's yeah. like he 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 knows that she didn't just ruin their marriage; she ruined their friendship. I know, which uh, yeah. yeah. When you think about it, it, was like we get so few sort of platonic friendships, and mm -hmm. yeah, and they were one of them. That yeah, ugh, just ugh. <laughs> mm. I mean, I can't even be loud angry about it because I'm so disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, but and listen, yeah. it threw a wrench into the storyline that we were all kind of like, uh, all right. Like, I mean, it, it is like you were saying, Justin. This is probably yeah. the most interesting yeah. the storyline yes. has been. Like, it yeah. really like threw a threw a good wrench yeah. into there. But Nicole is just one of those characters you want to be able to root for her, yeah. but she just makes it so difficult. Mm -hmm. I like, don't. Yeah, like, I no longer like want to. I know. And it's like, you get to this point where we got to the point with Gwen, where I was like, oh, I want to be able to like root for her. But then she yeah. did some shit. And I was like, well, yeah. you're, you're making your choices. Like Araceli, like Araceli, you said, you're making the choices and you know, you're going to have to be punished for them. So yeah, it's just frustrating. Like you're like, no, Nicole, don't yeah, do that. I know, you know, She's yeah. If Nicole makes a good decision, then I'll be surprised. <laughs> that's the point we're at it'll happen it's a circle she she yeah. comes she always comes full circle she'll get to a point where you're like okay this nicole has it together and then well, eventually yeah. she doesn't my hope is that maybe this is like maybe this is the break we need for a while like who knows if they're going to come back together at some point in the future but like let's let's explore other things for now like maybe Maybe this Nicole and EJ, because we remember we liked them before a few months. We did like Nicole and EJ. Ago, and we were kind of like, them. ooh, we yeah. like this again. And mm -hmm. then who knows? I mean, not that I'm rooting for Eric and Jada to get back after this. I kind of feel like, well, maybe there's new things on the horizon. Maybe like give mm -hmm. Eric something else to do and give Jada, like open her up to the rest of Salem. Yeah. Not just romantically <laughs> either. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. in general. 
Yeah. yeah. I've reached Agreed. the point that I reached this exact same time last year. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm done. I'm team Jada. I don't care about any other mm -hmm. people. There was a comment earlier that I posted and it was like, Jada's the most mature one of all of them. Like the most yeah. level-headed mature one. Like agree a hundred percent. She's like the, the, um, what do you want to call it? The common sense, mm -hmm. I guess. Or the, the, the level thinker, level-headed yeah. thinker. Yeah. She oh, is someone the one. was like, Jada, Jada needs to meet Paulina. Yes. She doesn't oh, live in some magical land where things, she doesn't live in some magical land where things work out. You can yeah. tell she's been through stuff. She sees life as it is and mm -hmm. she prepares accordingly. Yeah. I will say I did love the only thing about Nicole I did love, I will say, is the, the scenes with Abe and Paulina. I love those like, fatherly daughter scenes we get with Abe and Nicole and that mm -hmm. they're still keeping those around and mm -hmm. I like that Paulina now is integrated into that and was like I just I I appreciate even though it was a little like it was a little not inappropriate but a little headstrong when she's like I'm gonna go to Eric and tell him for you and you know <laughs> sort of took that upon herself was like okay girl calm down but yeah. I, I appreciated <laughs> the thought of like she's I now Abe's wife and like Abe consider you know consider she's being a good wife. Yeah. She's trying to be a good yeah. friend, but yeah, yeah, no, she only had half the information. Yeah. So yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I don't care about these people anymore. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move Damn. on to um Janelle, Paulina, Over Sloan, Ali, Trask, Bell, Sean, and Abe. Speaking of Paulina, um tried uh, to strong arm Abe into <laughs> making the situation worse. Thank God for Bell. Um, yes. But I want to start. I, I want to start with uh, the 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 heavy stuff. The conversation that should have been had before all of this blew up, which is Sloan versus Chanel. Um, what did we think about that conversation? Was it what was it justified? Was it like, yeah, what did we think about it? Because there was a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and what, what part of the conversation, I guess, is, is my question. Like, like Chanel coming at, or I'm sorry, Sloan. what's her name? Love. Sloan, excuse me. Sloan coming after Chanel like she did. Do, you, do we think that's justified? Yeah, I guess that's my question. A little bit, yeah. Because she's, you know... I mean, I can understand why. Again, it's a case where mm -hmm. I can understand, did she need to do it? No, but I understand why. She has a situation where she thought her mom committed suicide. It ended up being, a, you know, in her mind, a murder, but an accident. Um, and she feels like she was lied to. Now, it, and Chanel was kind of the, Chanel's the one left to blame, basically, mm -hmm. for it. And so, I don't know, I've, I've you know, yeah, okay, this comment. <laughs> I'm trying to put it into words. She's seeking justice for her parents' death. Sexy doing it. <laughs> and, well, I wasn't gonna say look sexy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, I can understand her motivation is are her you know, I, again, I can understand the motivation. Are her tactics proper? Maybe no. not. Really. <laughs> I'm, I I think a lot of it is such misplaced anger 
mm-hmm. at really her father. Because even with, like, the whole, like, cover-up that Paulina did, which wasn't really a cover-up, it was, I mean... It was not a cover-up. Yeah, a little bit of it was, but it wasn't really, like, a cover-up, like, the way Sloane is making it out to be. Because basically every mm-hmm. everything that Sloane is mad about, outside of the fact that her mom is technically dead, all of that came from her father. The stuff about the mom committing suicide, that wasn't part of the court papers because that wasn't part of the cover-up. The cover-up. No, they were, police yeah. were called. It was exactly, deemed, yeah. it, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't deemed to be Chanel's fault. Exactly, yeah. So the sort of, the sort of cover-up that Sloane knows, a lot of that is from her dad. And that's who yeah. she should be mad at, yeah. I mean, I mean- he's not there and Chanel is, so that's why she's doing yeah. But I think she's missing. I mean, we've seen that she's it's definitely misplaced. You put it probably yeah. put it great. It's misplaced yeah. anger. Yeah. And I feel like there's I don't know. Maybe she didn't. Well, we found out she found out a few years ago. So I I don't know. I feel like she's she hasn't dealt with her grief, but she also isn't looking at it. She also isn't separating herself from the daughter as opposed to like free thinking, intelligent person who could look at this and be like okay, it was an accident. My kind of dad was up to some shady shit with his student. And like, you know, I thought I thought Chanel made some good points about the whole like, yes, I was in a relationship with him. I felt sorry about it, but it was also an imbalanced relationship. And She was not the you know, one who was married. He was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It fell on him yeah. to deal with those consequences. Mm-hmm. She was a young girl. And again, I will say, just because you are legally an adult does not mean you make rational adult decisions. Your brain is not fully developed until age 25. It's why people under the age of 25 do really, really, really stupid things. (laughs) And this is why those relationships are either frowned upon or against policy, against, yeah, yeah. These, are, these are the reasons why these relationships are not encouraged or, yeah, are prohibited against specifically. Yeah. Yes. I so. do like that Chanel, Chanel didn't really take the bait and, you know, she responded to Sloan, yeah. but didn't get angry, didn't get overly defensive, was just the calm one in that, that exchange, you know, yeah. and didn't get overly, overly defensive and um, just kind of held her own, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of got annoyed with Allie, to be honest. I know that she was trying to defend Chanel, mm-hmm. but I felt like in that situation, Chanel did do something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to sweep it under the rug the way that Paulina did, the way that Allie was trying to do, it's not it's not helpful. She was not helpful in that situation, I don't think. You know, I understand no. the motivation to protect someone that you love, but you're not being helpful. Yeah. You should be silent. So you can be there in support, but yeah, be silent support. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then um, kudos to Belle. I'm really, really happy <laughs> with her this week. She did a lot of fancy footwork around Melinda yeah. Trask. Ooh, she pissed her off. Yeah. yeah. Um, she didn't. Yeah. Unfortunately, Trust and retaliated, uh, yeah. had Paulina arrested. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Melinda on this one. Because she did do what she's being accused of. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm still, I'm, I still don't know if I understand how, like, so, so the, the authorities overseas in the other country that all of this took place in mm-hmm. have basically given Melinda Trask permission to go. Yeah. She was saying, cause they have an extra, um, what is it called? Extradition, Extradition agreement treaty. with, with mm-hmm. Scotland or with England. Scotland so that's what, that's what's tying mm-hmm. it together. Yeah. Basically that's oh, what's allowing okay. them to give the U S um, rights basically over the case essentially is what they're saying. And yeah. here's the thing. I think it just mostly hinges on the fact that it might not have been properly investigated at the time. Um, but they, but in order for her to be extradited, it has to be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was murder. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's like, that's very likely not going to happen. What probably mm-hmm. is very easy to prove is that Paulina broke several laws mm-hmm. Trying to several laws, several rules, trying to cover this up, not in, uh, including you know theft uh, of Sloan's. Sorry, it was Sloan's personal property. You know, and while they can't, yeah, and then the thing, and it's like she shot her, she shot herself in the foot because the blackmail. Yeah. There's no recording of the blackmail. There's no proof that the blackmail ever happened. And even though that is a crime, there's no proof of it. But there is proof that uh, she stole Sloan's property. And well, at the very least, it's not, it's not, at the very least, she's not going to be governor. So, yeah, I think that's where this is leading, that Paulina yeah. won't be governor. But I think if there's, if there's proof of that she stole the file, there's proof that it was blackmail to begin with. It sort of all leads into each other. Mm-mm, because she didn't steal anything. Alex stole it. But, yeah, but, I, and that, there's a, but my point is there's a trail from yeah, Paulina a, to Alex to Stephanie. There's a trail. But I'm saying there's a trail. In order for that to happen, there has to be a trail of the blackmail to begin with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to prove that she stole a file, why would she steal a random file that, do you know what I mean? It's all connected to the blackmail to begin with. Mm. She 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 but she but Sloane's crafty. She could tiptoe around that. She could say, mm. "I informed her that I knew this, this, and this." You you all you need to do is get the language right and get out of it. It's mm. not technically a crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think the I think the stronger case is that Paulina messed with the investigation way back when. Yeah. The easier case to prove that which makes her a corrupt yeah. politician which makes her prime for melinda trask yeah and it's like i can't can't argue with melinda on that one unfortunately yeah yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah. so but we understand i mean and it's, it's another case we understand why she did it yeah we may yeah. sympathize with but if it was illegal and she got caught then melinda is in her right to have her arrested mm-hmm yeah. It's just the facts, but yeah, they're kind of stuck. So. <laughs> okay. Merry early Christmas, Paulina. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's move on to EJ, Ava, Johnny, Wendy, Lee, Gabby, Stefan, and Chloe, and um, Tony and Chad. Um, so we left off on the tail end of EJ being drunk as a skunk mourning mm-hmm. his mom and 
let's get, let's just get this out of the way first. Do we think that Ava's alive? Yeah. No. Yeah, she was real. That was real. Yeah. I think okay. she was real, yeah. Also, okay. didn't they flash on the bullet casing yes. to prove to show us that she was real, basically, if we had any if it was like a question mark, the fact that they mm -hmm. showed the bullet was yeah. Yes. That she was real. Yes. So she is still a threat out there. In the meantime, EJ is trying to his his family is trying to rally around him and for Tony and Chad, um, and even for Stefan, brainwashed as he is, it's a no-brainer right now. He yeah. lost his mom. Susan was a good woman. Yeah. Um, they all seem to have made their peace with each other as brothers, so they're rallying around him. Mm -hmm. And then Johnny comes home. <laughs> and he doesn't know this anything such a, a, that he's uh, rearing was, that was, for a fight. Uh, it was such a, like... I, I was con conflicted because I I was like okay Johnny, when you find I was like okay when he finds out about Susan he's gonna drop the, yeah. the brainwashing thing, mm -hmm. but no then it kept the scene kept going back and forth he was like sympathetic towards EJ then he was like but I know you brainwashed step like he went in yeah on him and it, it but then eventually she he and Wendy decided you know separately whatever. yeah separately separately and then they came together at the end of that episode and decided together to, to, to drop it or whatever. Um, but I was going to say, I thought you were going to ask if we think Susan's alive. Cause I think no. Susan's still alive. Oh, I think she's alive. Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh definitely yeah. she's alive. I don't think they would kill Susan so. and make Ava. Oh, I think she's definitely alive. I oh, think I Ava, I think her, I think both her and Ava survived yeah. the yeah. car crash and Ava's keeping her hostage. Ava's I, keeping yeah. her again. I think Absolutely. it'll be a while before we know that, yeah. but yeah. that's what I think yeah. is happening. Because Susan is so, I guess I wouldn't put it past days after they literally killed Abigail to yeah. like not kill another beloved character, but... But again, can we have a body before we make assumptions <laughs> of nobody could have yeah. survived that crash? Can we check for a body? That was, I mean, that to me said she was alive. They were both alive immediately. When it was like, oh, it exploded. No one can survive that. I was like, okay, well, they both survived. That that, that to me was a, was sort of and confirmation like, that they okay, were alive. If, if this was real life after this happening, like so many times in a row for so many decades <laughs> of like, oh, they're not fine. They didn't, they didn't find their body when they died. Now they're alive again. Yeah. If it was real life, you would think twice. It's like, oh yeah, I need a body. But this is Salem. And in order to move the story and have the drama, yeah. It needs to be like a non, like if there's no body, they don't go back and say like, oh, well, this time there was no body and this time. It just, they go into full on mourning. So. Yeah. So this is my issue with the storyline. And I mentioned this a few weeks ago and I mentioned it maybe not in relation to Johnny, but I definitely mentioned it in relation to Wendy. It was sort of like, what are we doing here to get mm -hmm. to this conclusion to, to go forth with this whole plan of, I want to get my brother, he's up to something. And Johnny being like, I want to get my dad, he's up to something. Let's figure it out for the greater well, okay, good. Okay, so, and and I was just like, they're, they're motivate Wendy and, and Johnny's motivations, like, Wendy's motivation, her claim, is that it's out of concern for, the, for her brother. I buy and that. I'm like, 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It just never made sense to me. Not and not it doesn't that make it doesn't, sense. No. Yeah, it just never made sense to me. And then the fact that if, if, the fact that they're folding right now, essentially after like nothing, it was like, well, what the hell was all that for? What was all yeah. the gung ho about it for? We need to stop them. And then the minute you confront them, it was like, please don't say anything. And they're like, uh, okay, I love you. I was but, like, no, but we. Well, here's I, I buy it's, it's it because disjointed. I buy it because Except Johnny, 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 Johnny's yeah, like his dad. He was just out for this was a power play for Johnny. I buy Johnny's a little bit more because I felt like his was motivated on Ava. And then to mm-hmm. find out Ava basically essentially killed your grandmother that I kind of understand a little bit more. But doesn't mean he's OK with the situation. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. but I, I actually buy um, Wendy because um, I felt like the and this was probably one of the longest scenes that Wendy and Lee have had on screen together mm-hmm. um and i felt like it really gave a lot of context as to their relationship how they grew up um how they grew up in their father's house and how mm-hmm. they you know how they covered for each other when they were kids and um it gave a lot i think it gave weight to Wendy as a character on her motivation and how she is a she she's a truth seeker she is a tech person she doesn't deal she deals with problems right in front of her and then she knocks down she knocks down firewalls and stuff she's like no no door is not open to me kind of a thing um and she you know talking about talking with lee about how when they were kids you know he would pull stuff and you know, she would have to know. She would, the little sister, so she had to know. She had to know things. And mm-hmm. it seems like that's just a part of her character that um, has been in with her which since she was a little girl. Um, but as an adult, you know, knowing is not necessarily a good thing. You know, when mm-hmm. you're a little kid, it's it seems like that child, like, and I, I think this makes sense when you think of the psychology of it, is like when you're a little kid, you're curious. You want to know things. And of course, she was that annoying little sister who wanted to know everything, who was all in her brother's business, but she loved him enough to cover for him. As an adult, it's very different. Knowing is not necessarily better, which she is now learning. And it seemed like that's the, that's the crux. That's where Johnny and Wendy meet. Where we uh, we talked about how they were in over their heads from the very beginning, learning this information, as they found out in Jakarta, they were in way over their heads, and now they're. It seems like 
this is part of the growing up that they have to do that knowing something is not necessarily a good thing being all i want to know the truth and i'm more righteous than this person is means nothing mm. when you're dealing with real life situations yeah when you're dealing with I have this person in front of me who I love, who did something really, really bad. And when it comes down to it, do I believe more in the right thing or protecting the person I love? Hmm. And that's the choice that they're both going to have to wrestle with now. I guess I'd feel differently if they were, if when they were like searching for the truth, their motivations were more neutral. But I felt like during that whole time, it was all about, we're going to get them, get them, get them, get exactly. them. And then you've got yeah. the information and you're confronting them. And then it was nothing. I would feel, I, I understand what you're saying, Arisale. I would feel that way if it was more like, we're looking for the truth to figure out what happened here. And maybe they didn't know their, their his, you know, EJ and Lee were involved. And then finding that out maybe, and then confronting them, I could kind of see them being like, okay, like, I love my brother. I'm not going to rat him out. I don't like what he's doing, but it just... From the get go, it was all about we need to stop Lee. We need to stop. Mm -hmm. They're doing such yeah. bad things. We need to be the heroes here. And then they just basically. And I never got their team. And I never got weird. And I never got the idea from either side that it was they were protecting. They were trying to. Oh do no, it I protection for yeah. Them. Well, oh no, I I I I agree with that. But I think it's if you frame it in the sense of that they're they're kind of the motivations that they were telling themselves were very childlike. Mm. They were extremely naive, you know, mm. things that they yeah. were telling themselves, very yeah. childlike things. And now they're jumping into an adult situation. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. They just need to concentrate on themselves. Go out, yes, see know. Movie, yeah. have some drinks, yeah. go to dinner. Oh, well, that'd be dr they're going to have to have some drinks to get through that wedding. So now it's like, yes, so now this it's wedding's going to be interesting like yeah. i feel like we're not gonna i feel like that's the next kind of step in this storyline is mm -hmm. lee and gabby's wedding i really don't know what can happen which is apparently new year's eve which is coming up in a few weeks mm -hmm. but between like now and then i'm like okay what what can they possibly like what can possibly happen in this storyline in the next two to three weeks before the wedding i think the wedding is going to be kind of like the next um yeah. yeah, climax of the story, especially if Stefan and Chloe have now declined to attend. If they're not even yeah, I'll, be, be there. I'll be I'll be not happy if they do this big wedding, all is revealed and Chloe and Stefan aren't there. Yeah, like, no, I, I, like, I feel like they there. need to be if if this wedding is the event, because we all know weddings never yep. something always shit always goes down. Yeah, let's mm -hmm. be real. So in this storyline, the shit that's going to go down is Stefan's probably going to remember his feelings for Gabby. Oh, the so. brainwashing is going to be revealed and all that. And to have like a key player, well, two key players, really, to have to not have Chloe and Stefan there mm -hmm. to, to learn the information and to get their reactions. It's just going to be like air out of the tires. I think something's going to propel them to go there, even though they said this week they're not. I think something yeah. will, will divert them to that wedding for some reason and get them there. Yeah, because it, it all needs to happen at once. Yeah. Come on, Midwest weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? The <laughs> oh, plane we're is down. Might as well go to the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> My only thing now, it, like I said, this whole thing, wedding sort of complicates things now in terms of bringing it back to Johnny and Wendy. 
now they're in on the cover-up, you know, yeah. that that excuse is not going to work when it comes to Gabby, who they both have oh, no. to. When it comes to Stefan, that I mean, Stefan and Johnny aren't that close, but you felt you felt some some pleasantries when he was on his like gung ho thing about you did this to Uncle Stefan kind of thing. So that that sort of like is going to be in the mix now. Now who else is involved? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's just it complicates things. They these are two people where I thought were very somewhat very close to Gabby, and yeah, now they're sort of part of the cover. I feel like they just folded on her really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. It's uh uh yeah. I mean, um Yeah. I'll give it I'll give it to Lee and uh EJ though. Um you know, <laughs> I'll give it to they they were pretty convincing. Yeah. I'll give I'll give it to them. I mean, you can't and Lee really put his heart on his sleeve and I give it, I give it to uh, Remington Hoffman again. Um, he, he's been underutilized for so long and he's really, mm-hmm. really pulling it out, uh, out of himself. Sure. And, um, yeah. and you know, Dan, I mean, I, I love, I love the guy. He's, he's, yeah. he's just doing great. And you know, <laughs> how, 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 how good do you have to be to convince us that, you know, brainwashing is okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we're like oh ej yeah yeah <laughs> so uh yeah we got a hail mary yeah. this week yeah, yeah i guess yeah, it's a, it's a stop gap to be sure yeah. so we'll see we'll see as the uh wedding approaches how long mm-hmm. that lasts mm-hmm. yeah okay before we move into our tidbits i want to remind everyone to please subscribe to our youtube channel be sure to follow us on Edition uh, Day Show on Facebook, Edition Days on Instagram, and Edition Days on Twitter. Follow us on the podcasts, whichever you prefer, and buy our merch at editiondays.threadless.com. Bam. <laughs> Let's move on to our tidbits, which Oops. is um, John, Marlena, Rachel, Kristen, and Brady. Okay, I didn't think that I could dislike Kristen more. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I know. This is in line with Kristen, whole, at least. The whole time she was like that whole, so, oh, I thought I could like, I'm like, I could, thought I could, you know, bring my brother some comfort. I'm like, by dressing up by, I'm like, mm, and then we got her talking to the Mar doll, Marlena Mar- yeah. doll. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part of this was the interaction between Rachel and Marlena. Of course. When she called her like Gam 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 Marlena or whatever. No, it was Gram. No, it was it was like a um oh they did the thing Okay, Michael, I assumed you were rolling your eyes at this. These are all like like, internet things. It was it wasn't Gram it was Grandmar M A R. So it was Grandmar Mar, which is like an internet thing for Marlena. Gam Gam would have been better. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Michael is like pulling out his hair because remember they did this oh, and then God. they did the Ericole thing earlier with. Alex. Okay, I did oh, roll my eyes right. at the Ericole yeah. thing because yeah, okay. I knew that. Yeah. And Alex said they're calling you Ericole on the internet. I was like, Yeah, yeah. <sighs> really? But no, the Mar the Marmar <laughs> thing is Thank also you. like Ryan, Ryan, all of you, stop it. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to stop. That was hilarious because people like it. I'm like, the only curmudgeon that doesn't like it. 
but, but when she was like she was like she's like granny marmar and she's like oh you can call me grandma but mommy says you like it mommy's confused yes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm that that i'm gonna use that line yes, that was the line i don't know yeah. when but that's a very usable real world line mm-hmm. grandma's confused. Yeah. yeah mommy's confused hmm. oh, mommy's so confused. good I'm loving the use of Rachel because like, we haven't seen a kid, quote unquote, kid on the show in a while. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like that we're getting, she's sort of not, well, not to compare them, but she's giving she's giving us Lauren Bowles a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of like that sort of a little yeah. devious. She's possibly a little bit more devious, we'll see, than Sierra was when she was that age. But yeah, I'm, I'm liking the addition of sort of a bratty, somewhat, yeah. somewhat bratty Rachel here who's like, on a Kristen I'm, Brady train. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very brave of John and Marlena to trust that those headphones were I know. I used to go in and I was like, I was like, what if they're not on? And she's like, I was like, what if she's pretending to watch, but she's really taking in all the tea that you're spilling? I actually thought that you way. go back home. Remember, and... remember we still have the issue of the note that's still in the air. We don't know if that was a radio yeah. thing or not. I immediately thought of that when she was putting on those headphones. Mm-hmm. I was like, is she going to like hit the mute button and listen to their conversation? I wouldn't be surprised. And I folks, this yeah. is why you don't sugarcoat it. You step away from the table. Yeah, yeah. You tell the kids to go into another yeah. room. And when they ask, what are you going to talk about? You say, shut up. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Don't sugarcoat don't it. <laughs> don't be nice about it. Grown up yeah. stuff is grown up stuff. It ain't none of your business, kid. Yeah. Ain't oh, none of your business. You know, it's none of Nanya business. Nanya business. Oh, We're talking about Nanya. I have to say, those scenes were hilarious, though. I Yeah, I give it up to them. It was a great uh, Yeah, I mean, well, it's at least... It's nothing It's nothing I wouldn't expect of Kristen, at least. Mm-hmm. Was it despicable? Right. Yes. It, it, it Was it unexpected? Uh, no. No. And we're, we're getting a little bit of the softening with Brady here. We're getting Damn, starting... It's starting. Even like, even Marlena's oh. like, even when John was like, "There's no way he'll marry Kristen." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Marlena was like, "Are you sure about that?" He had before. What, I feel like in her mind, I feel like in her mind, she's like, "He's he's dumb enough of an ass yeah. to do it." Yeah. <laughs> before he did it the last time. Yeah. He the only thing yeah. that stopped in the last time was a sex tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, mm-hmm. That was good stuff too. Not the, I mean, the, <laughs> the drama around it was good stuff. <laughs> That was like a good wedding reveal, yeah, and uh, yeah. with, with yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it sure that was that Marlena was teaming up with Victor. I thought that, that was, was genius. definitely a wedding to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but I feel like that was like when she was just like, "Are you sure about that?" <laughs> also, have you guys noticed? I've noticed this too. Whenever Brady, whenever anyone brings up, they did it twice: once with Eric and once with Nicole. Whenever they bring up the Kristen thing with him. He's getting like less defensive and more matter of fact about it. Hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed, like he's not doing the, he's not doing the like, oh, let me explain everything so you don't think I'm crazy. He's just like, listen, I was doing, I'm like, he's just becoming more matter of fact. Like he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's not getting as like mournful about the decision anymore. He's not like apologizing to people. He's not saying you don't understand. He's just saying, basically, I did what I did for my daughter. I moved her in. And he's, like, mm-hmm. ending it. So part of me... Yeah, he doesn't me, really want to hear the... the. He doesn't want to hear the naysaying anymore. He's like, yeah. this was my decision, and that was... Yeah, but I also feel like, again, he's, like... He's softening a little bit to it more. Yeah. As opposed to, it's like... It's just the pattern. Well, yeah. And, and, 
one thing that dazed as I annoying mean, as it is is good at is having characters follow patterns yeah. like mm-hmm. to to give them kind of a concise character and not like oh yeah it's it's it makes sense that brady would start falling for Kristen because yeah. he always falls for Kristen because Kristen yeah. Kristen's a master manipulator yeah. even though we think any common sense person would see yeah. it you know mm-hmm. it's it's brady brady and yeah. you know john was like this back in the day john fell for Kristen, yeah. like mm-hmm. so like father like son <laughs> patterns yeah. repeat yeah Okay. Well, anyway, that's, that's, that. that's that. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that's that. That's that. Okay. Next up, Xander, Sarah, Maggie, Gwen, Jack. Speaking of naive, I didn't know Gwen was such a good web designer. I know. Did we? Did I we mean, know this about her? It's it's it's. Or did not... she just go on like? Did she just go on Wix and mock that clip? I mean, the site did not look great, but I was like, oh, that's what Gwen was doing. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. it wasn't. Great, but why did Xander do this from the beginning? Like, if he was going to come up with a lie, why not? Like, I just felt like this was the easiest part to do to, like, yeah, do some cover up, create the presence of the company, the presence of a company, and not just be like, yeah, because he really didn't want to lie. And (laughs) he's really and he has changed, you know, why? Because he's because as far as criminal behavior goes, he's bad at it now. That's mm-hmm. how he's changed. He's bad, and he, he's bad, and he has yeah. a conscience. Yeah, like yes. old Xander would have. Old Xander would have popped Susan, yeah, and he couldn't. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, here we are, and now Sarah believes him, and Gwen and Xander are friends. I guess. Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> give that a lot. You know, the only part of the the only you know what the only interesting part of this that was all to be expected. The 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 one interesting part of this was the one that I called two weeks ago, which was that conversation that Jack and Gwen had regarding Chad and the story that she was sitting on. Oh yeah, I had I really appreciated that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's still doing nefarious mm-hmm. things and she's lying for Xander and blah blah blah. But you know, at least she she's not the one who committed the crime this time. I'll give her that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't do anything wrong this time. Um, and she really does seem like she was trying to toe the line and actually mm-hmm. put in the effort into making an ethical decision yeah. as mm-hmm. a reporter. Yeah. Just as a side thing, I didn't realize, like, I didn't pull it together in my head that, like, they're all under that one roof, that she's essentially yep. living with Chad again. I didn't put that together when she was moving in Living with, with Chad. Chad, living with Chad. I, forget, I, I honestly, I forget where Chad lives. Most I of forgot it. Like, yeah, me too. I didn't put it together. Yeah. Mansion. Is he at the Horton house? Did he, I was like, does he live at the Kiriakis place? Did yeah. Sonny give him a room? Like, I've lost... Yeah. Track. And it was funny when he track. asked her a couple weeks ago about the story to cover it. When I was like, oh, Chad, like he's barging in there to like talk to Gwen. And then like it dawned on me, I was like, wait, he lives. When I was like, wait, they both live there. <laughs> they now. live there. Like, yeah. Okay. They all live there now. Okay. This is getting a little weirder now. Yeah. That's I one thing don't... we need reminders about sometimes is where people yeah. are live. living. <laughs> Yeah. Or yeah. Maybe I, think, I maybe I just can't keep track. Of it. I mean, no. I think we forgot that Brady lived with John and Marlena until Kristen forced her way in there. Okay. So, well, yes, exactly. Yeah. I forgot about it then. But then someone made a comment where they're like, 
oh yeah, Brady moved Kristen into his place, and I wanted to be like, correction. No, it's yeah. that ain't his place. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that they keep mentioning it too. Was, like everyone's mentioning that it's John and Marlene to like stick it in a little bit more. Not that not that he just invited her to live with him. He invited yeah. her to John and Marlene's house. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's an extra layer of something's going on here. Buffinery, and, yeah. and then and then by the same <laughs> token, Jack invited them Gwen to move yeah. into Doug and Julie's house, which I know it's the yeah. Horton house, but still. Well, no, it's it's actually his house. It's his and Jennifer's house. It is. They actually took it over. Yeah, it's always been their house. Doug and Julie moved in with them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. When Alice died, Jennifer and Jack took it over. Mm. Okay. All right. I'll yeah. I'll I'll give them that. Um. Yeah. But yeah, still. But no, it, your point still remains. Consult the people you live with. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before yeah. you move people yeah. in. Um. Yeah. So I appreciated that conversation. Oh. I felt like it was probably mm-hmm. the most interesting part of it, the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, there's too many people. And Christmas is coming up. That house is going to be full. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Or an ornament hanging, yes. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, that house is going to be full. We'll see how that goes. I want to see uh, Twitter. Gwen going to be see... ornament this year? Is Gwen? I know. You I'm know so, that. I'm still going to be on Twitter. Like, listen, and you know, and you know, Sarah, because Sarah's a whore, and you know, Xander's going to get one next. She, oh. And are we going to have the shot of Sarah and Xander's ornament, and then Gwen's oh, below it or something? Nah. Like, oh, we're, yeah. we're going there. Yeah, we're going there. Gwen's absolutely getting an ornament. Yep. She yes. Jack is sure. definitely surprising her. Jack and Jennifer are going to surprise her with an order if Jennifer's back Ooh. by then. Yeah. Jennifer will give it to her. We'll be the one. She'll come back. She'll be like, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. Man. That'll yeah. be like a touch. Oh, man. Twitter's going to be getting that ornament. Yes. Internet, prepare to explode because <laughs> some of y'all do not like <laughs> Gwen. tweets ready. <laughs> how dare she get an ornament? They're going to, how dare she desecrate abby's memory with that on the yeah. Horton christmas tree <laughs> get ready oh hey do that bring that reminds me did we ever find out what happened to gabby's ornament because you know that julie does not put it up does she have gabby, like, got an gabby got an ornament the year that she was pregnant with ariana and she was married to nick Oh, oh, Julie destroyed that, that years ago. Julie I I assume so, ago. but I just it, it occurred to me like that if anybody was going to be thrown off that tree, it would have been Gabby. Ju- I have a feeling whenever there's an X, they just remove them quietly. But listen, Julie burned that ornament in the fire drinking glass. Of wine. <laughs> she she cursed it probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Julie that that I mean, ornament really is not Julie broke that broke tree. Gabby ornament? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just wondering if we ever actually saw it. Yeah, but I think we can all assume it's it's gone. Yeah, honestly, that tree would fall over with the amount of ornaments that have been on over the years. They have to pull them off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm assoming that the X's are yeah. quietly yes. put away. Quietly moved away. <laughs> In a box marked X's. <laughs> yes. Or Five boxes. Yeah. Just a stack of them somewhere. Uh, yeah. yeah oh but you know what we didn't we we got an update i don't know if it was this week or last week we did get a, a quiet little quick update on something that we had suspected that uh mm-hmm. mike and nancy are dating oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't mind that. Only part of I wish we could have seen it. I wish they would have stuck around Salem a little bit more and built on that and then left. Mm That's yeah. my only thing about it, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like this is a good step, and like this, w- this is perfect for bringing them both back. Yeah, yeah, you know, for holidays yeah. and stuff. So good for them. And it's been it was twenty five years ago. Like they, mm-hmm. these are out of out of out of people who can get together after things. They certainly qualify as two people who hated each other twenty five years ago. Can as mature middle aged adults now? I can yeah. see them getting yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This- this yeah. makes sense. And it worked. Yeah, yeah I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to uh, just quickly, Chad, Stephanie, Alex. Um, I did, I actually did really, this is probably the first week that I really was Team Alex. Yeah. <laughs> that was sweet. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give it to him. That's sweet. You know, when you add a personal touch like that to a meal, mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, that's everything. <laughs> I'd say the only thing, and this is like a minor thing, is that they they teeter with Alex about the Adrian thing. They go back and forth because of Stephanie, yeah. and sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes, like, ideally, he should not be dating Stephanie because he is Adrian's son. But I feel like they downplay that by like having him talk about Angelica, who honestly was not really part of his life. Yeah. He was essentially and yeah. So I feel like they downplay that to put him with Stephanie, but then this or was was it this week? Yeah. So it was it, muffins with Joe's, and I was like, oh, it was a little, like, yeah, yeah. It was a little Stephanie, Chelsea, and Max for me. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Which you know would be nice if we got an update on that. Supposedly they're still together in in Europe, but yeah, yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Chad's predictably, you know, getting jealous and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, very quickly moving to Sunny and Leo. Okay, are we moving into dangerous territory here? We knew this is happening. We call oh, this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is this is going right as according yeah. to what, how we exactly. how we thought that. And before you know it. it is just a matter of time it's a matter i just i don't know how i feel about this i i don't know if i need another obstacle of will and sunny again i feel like they don't always know what to do and again we know real life stuff they don't always have the couples together Mm -hmm. at one time or one person can't do it or is busy or doesn't want to come back whatever the case may be but i 
part of me would have been just been okay if they were just friends and they built an actual friendship and made that the storyline. Or heaven forbid, you bring another gay person on. You can maybe let's just make five now or maybe six now. You bring another gay person on for Leo or I don't know. It's just it's a little too lather, rinse, repeat. Well, we're and sunny. Well, we're definitely moving into dangerous territory here. Um, maybe we'll be surprised, and I hope. you know it'll be nothing. I, I would appreciate the surprise of yeah, just sticking to the friendship. Yeah, because they. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just <laughs> saying it would be a very welcome treat. As opposed to the alternative. Yeah. I also think, Sonny, what the hell are you thinking? It's, it's a little I, too far with the, you'll be my assistant when I go back. I, I was like, wait, what? Bored. Boredom. Yeah, that, that was, mm. Bored, Make Leo that, your good Judy. Make him your best friend. He doesn't need to be your assistant. Guys, literally, this is, this. unfortunately, yeah. this is textbook and why Michael Mattis is shaking his head because he knows <laughs> that the two enemies of a happy marriage are ego and boredom. <laughs> we've seen it time and time again on this yeah. show how, when people have affairs it's when their pride gets bruised and when they're bored mm. yeah and right now Sunny it's only a matter of time it's working. only a matter of time before before will disappoint Sunny again Sunny's gonna go to leo bounce a bow wow it's just this is what the fourth <laughs> cheating storyline for them in the 10 yeah. years they've been it's like enough already enough with the Cheat, one cheats on each other, one gets close to someone. It's we need more for that. Enough already. Yeah. Huh? What is that? Steve Burton's because we know Steve Burton's coming on, but Steve Burton's character is not gay. No, he's, he's trying not. to get with hope. That's random. <laughs> that, was- <laughs> <laughs> that totally threw me off. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Okay. No, Steve oh, Burton's God. character wasn't gay. <laughs> At least in Beyond Salem no. Chapter Two, he he wasn't. Yeah. No. He, he wanted, no. And we. I guess he and Hope never really. No, wait. They did. I don't know. No. Did, I mean, who yeah. knows? Who knows? <laughs> guys, can we? Okay, guys, can we get through December, please? Wishful thinking. Yeah. Can we get through December, guys? He's not. We we are fairly certain he's not showing up until the new year. Let's just get through December first, okay? We'll see. <laughs> All right, we got a lot of ground to cover in the next few weeks before you know things ramp up, and they, as we saw, they are going to ramp up in the oh, new year. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we got a lot coming, so let's just pace ourselves accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, so yes, I mean, Leo, oh, good but not good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, good but so, not good. Can see it coming a mile away. Hopefully, there's a, a change there. Yes, and that was your week of days. <laughs> the end. Uh, let's move on to our segments. Tony is not here, so do we do not have three snaps. So we will start with Michael Madison's caption that. Why is my thing not? Oh, is it playing? Hey, it's playing, yeah. Oh, why don't I hear it? I think this oh, happened yeah. last time. I didn't I hear it last it. week. Last yeah. week. Oh, okay. Anyways, my this week's caption that photo comes courtesy of Paulina getting arrested in the police station. And this week's caption goes to Joe Joe Casatino on Twitter with his caption, Paulina saying to Sean, You look hot in leather, but spare me the handcuffs. <laughs> Cute. That was the best one. Yeah, that that'll one. work. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and that was 
I can't hear it, so <laughs> tell Don't me it's over. Caption that. Done. And now we okay. move on to. Those were the days. This week, those were the days. I'm taking you guys back <laughs> to December 1st, 2017, where we had the debut of Victoria Conifel as Sarah Brady. This is the, the 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 images that we reference whenever we talk about Victoria and how she embodies sort of the great combination of Bo and Hope. Um, yes, mm -hmm. that motorcycle ride up, the helmet coming off, and the hair toss is just typical, sort of embedded now in a Sierra and Victoria, um, just personified that beautifully. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, December first, two thousand. Knew what we were in for. <laughs> <No. laughs> December first, two thousand seventeen. Victoria Conifel, um joined the cast as Sierra Brady. And now it's time for It's a Gift. And this week's It's a Gift goes to something close to my heart, which is female supporting females. Let's give a round of applause to Kate and Jada. Mm. Um this scene just sometimes you just need a hug yeah mm -hmm. sometimes you just need someone to hold you and not say anything not mm -hmm. advise you you just need <clears throat> someone to hold you while you cry yeah yeah so bravo oh, wow. yeah i know not not it was I, I we said at the top of the show it wasn't a fun week not a fun yeah, week no. yeah so but it was this a week, moment not a fun week. no perfect yeah. Perfect choice, yeah. Yeah. It's a game. <laughs> no, it's a game. <laughs> and now we move on to news and gossip. Yes, starting off, we have. Yeah, this week we're starting off with some pictures from the Hollywood Christmas Parade here in LA, captured by our very own Mr. Michael Mattis. Um, he was there working. Um, I was there, and Tony was there as well. I'm um, just kind of enjoying the parade, but Michael was actually working. Um, yeah, you see these prints, uh, Deidre, Deidre and her son, David, I believe, is that, I believe his mm -hmm. name, yeah, David, yeah. Um, and they, well, I they, think... they come every year, Deidre especially. Um, Deidre's sense. come like the past, every year I've covered it, she's been there. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we... sometimes like a couple other, like last year, Judy Evans came with her. Right, yeah. A couple Judy. years before that, because then they took the COVID break. Year before that, it was her, Teo and Lauren, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Deidre's there every year, yeah. So yeah, Daisy always has a presence at the parade, which is nice. Then we have Mr. Mike Manning there, Mr. Charlie Dale. Um, also, they're representing mm -hmm. um, not only Daisy, but also the Bay. So yeah, mm -hmm. it was great seeing them on their, on their um, riding, uh, what do you call it, uh, backseat in their cars uh, for their parade. It was really cute, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was fun. Um, took place last Sunday in Hollywood here in LA. So yeah, next up we have little holiday movie that is premiering tonight that Jack A is co-starring in. This one is called The Search for Secret Santa. It is on the ION channel. This is, I think, one of their first sort of original Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. They're like jumping into the game now and doing these Christmas movies. So yeah, Jack A is co-starring in this one, Search for Secret Santa. Tonight, 8 p.m. on the ION channel. Um, check your local listings to, yeah, get more information. Yeah. And then we have, of course, the worst kept secret that is finally out now. <laughs> now, Fonzo are returning um, two days of our lives. And if you saw them on Beyond Salem, they were the focus of that. And yes, the cat is out of the bag. They are now bringing 
Bo and Hope are coming back to the um, actual show. This is a little behind the scenes that Stephen Nichols took of him, Mary Beth, and Peter Reckle backstage in the um, sort of makeup trailer, just kind of having fun and being silly and just like, just sort of celebrating the fact that Peter's back there with them. It was really cute. Go to Steven's um, Instagram page, see that. And there was also another one, which I could not find. Someone will probably tell me, or I don't know if you guys saw it. I forgot who took the photo, but it's Peter Reckle, it's James Reynolds, it's Steven Nichols and um, Drake Hogeston. And they're like lined up against the Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're like in the hallway of days or something. Like the I think backseat. James might have posted it. Yeah, it was really, yeah. really cute photo. Go check it out. It's just, and it was something like, you know, Peter's back. Or it was just in celebration of the fact that, that Peter's back on the show. Came that- together again. <laughs> Yeah, like everyone's together and they're celebrating like their history with him. It's just mm-hmm. just really cute and just some really sort of fun, interesting behind the scenes stuff. So go check that out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, check that out. Stephen Nichols' Instagram page that this video's on. Last but not least, we have an upcoming event with Spectrum Celebrity Events. This one is a Days Are Alive sort of VIP dinner. It's Friday, March 3rd, 5.30 to 7.30. It is a, um, a gold members only um, event and you can all information... To um, attend the dinner and sign up to be a Golden member, you can go to SpectrumCelebrityEvents.com. Special guests for this particular dinner so far are Carson Boatman, Colton Little, and Christopher Sean. So yeah, that'll be a really sort of fun a fun dinner. And some of us, um, yeah, you may see some of us there if, you, um, if, you're, if you join. <laughs> yeah. So Spectrum Celebrity Events. Yeah, that's, um, the real, that's the real seller right there. You may yes, see us. Yes, come see us. In addition to these actors, come see some of us who will be there. So we, yeah, you'll get, you'll get to have dinner with we'll us. We'll be checking you in. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, yeah. TBD. Yeah, yeah to be determined. Yeah. And that was mm-hmm. your news and gossip. And before we go, <laughs> let's take a look at the promo for next week's Days of Our Lives. Hey, handsome, what you in for? Wherever you're spending the holidays. Will not coming home for Christmas. <sighs> make them memorable. I just get the sense that you're a man who likes being on top. Okay, that came out wrong. But not too memorable. <sighs> oh, my God. And be sure to watch as we share our favorite holiday scenes on Days of Our Lives, 12 Days of Christmas. Christmas Day on Peacock. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, guys, okay. I love stuff like that. I don't like the <laughs> VO lady on that. And I'm sorry, I don't know who it was. I'm used to like, it was underwhelming. And we see Yeah. 
This one was in Jill because I love Jill. Michael Mattis, we're on a different network now. Didn't sound like Jill, but I don't know. We're on a different network. I guess I'm. I guess because I'm used to like that voice, the NBC guy. So yeah, we are on a different network now so it makes sense i guess it was just change i don't like change yeah. i'm old sorry <laughs> we did talk about this before but like again we had days on thanksgiving thank you peacock these are the benefits yeah. of it being on peacock you weren't didn't have interrupted service we get like these sort of i don't know <laughs> if this is considered like a special or like a mini special i don't know if it's going to be its own separate thing or if it's going to be tagged on to the end of the episode i don't know we'll see but like we we're getting stuff like this because it's on peacock where you can do okay. this and also, I don't know if you guys have noticed the the episodes have gotten slightly longer. Yep. Especially mm-hmm. the week before or leading up to Thanksgiving. I think one mm-hmm. episode was maybe even almost 45 minutes. And that's the longest mm-hmm. we've gotten so far. So they're expanding them but roughly anywhere from like an extra four to ten minutes. Um, so yeah, we're getting yeah, we got longer episodes. Someone's yeah. chat commenting. Yeah. So oh yes, and like to- benefits of Peacock. Yes, and to answer uh, Debbie Bright's question, yes, it was announced at um, somewhere tagged at the end of the uh, December 24th yes. episode, which is 26. the la- 20, 26th episode, 26. the December 26th episode, which will be the last one airing John Aniston. There will be a tribute. What that looks like, we don't know. I'm hoping because it's Peacock and to Justin's point that they are make- making the episodes longer that we'll get you know, more than just a tagline kind of a thing. But as we know that, you know, in the coming year, one of the things that the, that that they are tasked with is, you know, saying goodbye to John Aniston and saying goodbye to the character of Victor. But, you know, as we are months and months ahead in the schedule, um, we're not going to get that till probably at least next spring summer. Time, yeah. Spring or summer of the next year. So, um, yeah, it's not... I won't say it's something to look forward to, but um, it's something that I I feel is a benefit of days in that the sense of that I don't think it'll be rushed. I think it's they're mm-hmm. really going to give the character and John himself his due and do it justice. Yeah, especially yeah. now that Peter and Christian are back on the canvas. Yeah, which was which is to me was key. Yeah, for sure. And like we always say, like when people leave the show for various reasons, we we've been saying this for how long? Like it doesn't mean they're gone forever. Again, people right. change. People who retire come out of retirement. People who are leaving because of conflict with either a producer or a network or other actor. Like stuff changes all the time in soaps. So it's one of the reasons why. Like again, we don't know. Like I know a lot of you think we do. We're not on the inside in terms of knowing who's coming and going for the most part. But like. Stuff changes like that. We had Christian Alfonso come back for Beyond Salem. Now her and Peter are coming back to the flagship show. Like, stuff changes people. Like, again, I know we've talked about this before. And when people make decisions during COVID, we're now hopefully at the tail end of that and coming out of it. And people reexamine their lives now. I mean, Peter retired, what, maybe was it five or six years ago? And maybe he's in a different place now where he can come back for a longer stint. A lot of the actors don't even live in the state. Yeah, right. A lot don't. Yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg Vaughn. We found out that he lives in Texas. Yeah, Nadia doesn't Texas live here in show. LA anymore, and we know Nadia she, lives in North Carolina. Yes, yeah, in North Carolina. Like she lives across the country. Yeah, she and flies Ashford, herself. They fly themselves in. To, I think yeah. goes back and forth too. He doesn't live in LA. Like yeah, a lot of the actors on the show don't even live here. They live outside the state, on the other side mm-hmm. of the country, or 
but in Peter's case, lives in Australia. So, like, things change with people. So we never say don't, you know. No. I know it's always, we don't like it when our favorite actor leaves a show, but it's not forever. Like, you know, things happen. Yeah. Change, yeah. So. And so we're grateful to, you know, the cast in case we don't get a chance to say it in the, in the next coming weeks of our show. You know, things are going to happen. Even with us, we've been talking behind the scenes of like, oh my God, we have to do this. We have to do that. So in case we don't get a chance to say it, um, I'll say it right now that I am personally very grateful to the cast and the crew on days uh, for making it happen. Peacock for working, going the extra mile and working with them in a bunch of the transitions that are happening, um, not just, you know, behind the scenes. And they said we that, that as far as the storyline goes, there that no, no, no real transition stuff. But I know that, you know, there's a lot of uh, technical stuff that has to has yeah. to be ironed out with the writing team and with um, logistics and stuff like that. So we're very grateful to them for being able to work that out to continue to give us the show that we love. Um, especially because, you know, people do come and go, but as you know, we're going to be saying goodbye to John Aniston um, in the coming weeks. And then the coming year, we'll be saying goodbye to oh. Victor Kiriakis. And that's a goodbye that's going to be permanent. Um, and we're just grateful for the chance to have that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I second everything you said. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I can't repeat it, but I'll second it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm very I, I I got I got like 10 hours of sleep last night for the first time in months. No, I think we're thinking about oh, especially I'm... like the last couple of weeks okay. with everything that's been happening. It's like, oh, there's so many changes and like benefits to having it on Peacock. You can bring other actors back. And and when I mentioned like the Thanksgiving thing, it's not only Thanksgiving, it's also things like the Olympics. They don't need to take two weeks off now. They yeah. don't need to get preempted every time there's a news bulletin. Like all of that stuff changes how we view the show and how they construct the show. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it just, they're, they're still ahead as far as we know. Yes. Maybe that'll change. Maybe they'll go down to four months or three months or who knows if they're going to stay They're Right at this point, they're eight months ahead. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the transition to Peacock is going to change that drastically. Maybe it will. They probably maybe don't need to be that much ahead anymore. So all of those things change how the writing of the show, how the show is put together and how we view the show. So, yeah, it just it looks like everything that we are seeing is that it's been a really great positive move in the what three mm -hmm not even three and a half months since it's been on Peacock. And like we said, when we were at Day of Days, the the love from Peacock and the way Day of Days was constructed this year just shows how much faith they have in Days of Our Lives and really putting a great foot forward and and how we experience it and how a lot of um a lot of you um excuse me a lot of you who were there um at Day of Days in the chat room um we saw and conversed and talked to and said that it was one of the best run that they've ever had. So yeah, all of that contributes to it. So it looks like positive things. We're sort of ending on a really good note this year for the show. Yeah. And yeah, for I, sure. I mean, across the board, um, I've said this before, the industry is a mess, but in terms of yeah. soaps across the board, I'm feeling really good. Yeah. So I'm grateful yes. for that to mark the end of this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that saying we do have a couple of shows. I mean, yeah, this not, is not yeah, our last so, show for the yeah, news. No. <laughs> we do still have a couple of shows, but as I said, we ourselves are kind of up and down <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, so we will leave it there and we will be seeing you next week. Yes. Uh, so before we leave, 
please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the podcast. If you can't watch us live, follow us on Facebook at Edition Day Show, Edition Days on Instagram, and Edition Days on Twitter. Make sure to buy our merch, editiondays.threadless.com. You know, spiel at the, spiel at the beginning to uh, make sure you get all your merch in time. Follow Michael Mattis. Follow Justin. Follow me. Um, let's see. Follow what, Tony. Follow Tony. Tony. Follow he ain't Tony. here, but follow him. Yeah. <laughs> you know the drama. And then again, yeah. the rest of us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We yeah we uh, you know where to find us, <laughs> and, yep. and if you don't, uh, we'll you'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for hanging out with us today uh, to mark the beginning of December. Uh, we will see you for edition days next week. Yeah, take care. Right. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.